Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to another exciting episode of Psychology Talks. And today we're going to talk about the energy, energy that connects our mind, body and soul. And we will explore the journey that how you can create a harmonious life through maintaining a synergy between these energies. Because if we talk about ourselves, we have a mind, body, and soul. And each aspect takes some energy. And if we focus on one part and we do not focus on the other part, the energy starts draining from that part. And we might be surprised that we may be giving so much uh, focus to health, we may be giving so much focus to, let's say, spirituality or the soul and not giving focus to, let's say, um, mental health or maybe it's ignoring the one aspect of life, the energy we will be not able to contain in a proper way and it will be creating a dissonance or a disbalance. So this is a very interesting topic because a lot of people I've known that they speak either talk about mental health energy or maybe the physical health and the let's say spiritual health but today we have we we discuss the holistic approach that how you can maintain uh, the balance between the energy between mind body and soul and today we have the pleasure of welcoming Katie Minifel a certified nutrition coach and she she has gained experience in uh, fitness uh, in training uh, and providing coaching about the fitness and physical fitness and her her approach is very unique because she talks about the holistic approach not just the one part of let's say physical or nutritious she when she gives you some advice she will give you about how to take how to use your energy in a holistic manner and her journey marked by overcoming this food disorder, stress, anxiety, serves as an inspiring testament to self-awareness and finding the pinnacle that heals both mind and body. And now she is training hundreds of individuals and organizations to use mental and physical energy in harmony. And one more thing that she is also working on her book, which is going to be released soon. So keep a watch on that. So let's welcome Kathy. Hello, Kathy. Thank you so Hello. much for joining. Thank you so much for your wonderful introduction. Lovely. You're Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much. I've given just a very brief introduction, but um, I would like you to actually uh, enlighten our audience about your journey, about how you came into this field, what obstacle you faced. And especially your journey about that, how you overcame your food uh, disorder. That is, I think, that gave you the inspiration to come into the field. I think that would be really interesting that our audience would like to listen. Thank you. Yeah, actually, food has been my kind of open door for personal development. And as you already mentioned, there was a little bit of troubles in my relationship with food. There was until my 20, early 20. So I was uh, dealing with my own issues due to uh, emotional stress, due to some family things, and then adding upon with some studying stress and university. So it was a lot of things going on. 
and I developed some eating disorders, which I was not really aware of because I was kind of, um, I thought it was normal. I had no name for it. Nobody um, uh, helped me. Nobody noticed it. So I was really like trying to navigate the chaos of what was going on in our life. And as well, the chaos of information, because if you think about food, there is a lot of, you know, misinformation around if somebody is already struggling and you hear or read um, around, it can get only worse because there is a really so much chaos and misinformation that it's scary sometimes. So I was really dealing with my own uh, troubles and I was not really thinking that I would help other people with this, not, not even, you know, in my back had thoughts because my career was as well completely different I was in another path I was working in another field so it was learning about how the the body and, and the mind are connected related to food because most of the eating disorders have nothing to do with food have to do with the mind and, and that was for me really like the opening door studying a lot going in deeper into the food itself which is one part, but then uh, it's a lot as well about the how we eat and why we eat. And that's uh, what kind of summarizes. Yeah, very interesting. Like, uh, yeah, you said that you face the uh, eating disorder. And I think many people go through it and they don't know that what's happening to them and why they're not eating. And you rightly pointed out that it's not only the physical cause. Most of the time, it is something related to mind or the mental health. So I would ask you that, how did you discover that this is your mind playing like, you know, tricks on you? Yeah, it was a very long journey. It took uh, years and uh, I was so, so much focused on the what, so on the food itself, that I could not even imagine that it had nothing to do with the food. So for me, it was um, many years of, you know, self-discovering and, and learning about um, the triggers and why I was having such compulsive um, behaviors towards food. It really took many years and uh, I, I started to notice things, for example, related to uh, cravings, to my emotions, to how I react to certain very critical periods where I was trying to mediate some, you know, family troubles and I was not taking care of myself and in times where I was, you know, running, running, running and not really thinking that, I needed to have that kind of, you know, power and energy for myself before being able to help others, whoever needed me. Yeah. So I was not, not really focused on, you know, basic mm -hmm. things like rest and, mm -hmm. and self-care, which is not yeah. a fancy word, but um, human needs. Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned that you had like the food disorder and there were like the food cravings or something. So could you please also tell us that what exactly like what were the symptoms that you found out that this was a food disorder? Because many people go through it and they may be thinking that, oh, it could be the, some problem with the stomach or it could be problem with some, let's say, some other things not linked with uh, the mental or uh, or I would say the food disorder. So what could what were the symptoms there that actually led you think that, okay, that is happening to me, maybe I need to think or to work something else around it? Yeah, the, the physical or the kind of mental physical uh, cues were really like not being in control, not being in control of, uh, of the eating process itself, like of eating in, in a way that was totally unbalanced and then rejecting the food. It was mm. a very obsessive um, relationship with food, which actually probably was not 
um, different than the relationship with myself. So there was kind of the linking point and the, the symptoms are many times not really uh, identifiable from people that are already inside. Many yeah. times, uh, if you are lucky enough that some of your, you know, your father, your mother or somebody family notices it, somebody takes care. Otherwise, it can be a very long and, uh, and, and heavy uh, thing. So for me, it was, uh, it was so many years that uh, like going back to the whole process has been in my more mature time, um, a work in progress. Because yeah. when, I, when I solved the, the, the problems, I still didn't know the name of it. I still didn't know that it was an issue. I thought it was just me, you know, but then yeah. I learned there are many other people struggling with this, especially girls, but not only. And, and this is something that has a huge impact on, on our overall uh, well-being. And it can sabotage as well uh, our health in a serious way if it's uh, prolonged. And as well, all the other aspects are related to, depending on the phases, to studies or, or work. But many times it's, uh, it's an, in, a, in a young phase that happens. And also later on due to prolonged stress and, and its impact on the... Many times it's, uh, I also have worked with people in their 40s, which uh, we don't know what's... It's me, like in my 20s, don't know what's the name. They say, oh, you know, Katie, I cannot control myself. When I yeah. start eating, I lose control. Yes, yes. That's one symptom. And yeah. uh, yeah, it's yeah. to work because many times there is no uh, awareness or like idea, not even idea that somebody can help you with that. Like for yeah. me, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And there are a lot, lots of people are joining, especially Mariah. Thanks uh, to Mariah for joining and sharing like the comments about it. And Dr. Gina is also like both are very good friends and thanks for joining. And uh, I think I think I said the right name. Saiku Koita. Thanks for joining and sharing the comments. Uh, now, coming back to the discussion, yes, you're absolutely right. I've heard the same complaints uh, with so many people that when they actually start eating, they don't know when to stop and they keep on eating, eating, eating. And that's something that uh, that's that that is uh, going to impact their uh, like weight. And again, like if they if stuff too much, that's going to impact them uh, on the mental health as well. So how to actually control this kind of urge yeah there's definitely um much more information right now that when i was dealing with it and i have the experience that i have in the last years working with other people it's uh, integrating some tools and some techniques related to mindfulness that's really the awareness that's the first thing because if you cannot control yourself and uh, you just you know go with whatever impulse or whatever whatever feeling that is uh, hurting you in that moment uh, then you're not going to get out of it so you need really yeah. to go to the, to the cause to, to the real reasons why many times it's uh, stress emotional stress especially that's one of the worst mm -hmm. uh, of course yeah. also mental problem um work when it's overly related with stress at the same time the tools that i'm mentioning are more um things related with mindfulness of course yeah. we talked last time about the power of meditation um for for us for example for what we are doing it's a lot of mindful approach in the eating process with mindful eating and as well in the movement so yeah. you need to find that switch of focus in the moment you cannot control yourself you need to have to, to be prepared like to know yeah. okay 
how does it feel? Where yes. do I feel it? Yeah. How do I react? Um, and then, and then really, uh, of course, working on, on the problem itself, but working as well on your reaction, because that's the only thing yes. you can control. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think the mindfulness comes, uh, uh, I think, is a solution to a lot of problems, because a lot mm -hmm. of the time our mind is not focused on the current uh, moment or, or the present moment. And we lose a lot of information by just thinking either about something else, a past, present, uh, or the future. So that's how we lose the focus, lose the attention. So I actually also, I was very interested to know about your concept about the energy because it's so fascinating as uh, actually when I was giving the introduction that energy, we are energy beings, right? And uh, having uh, this holistic approach is very uh, interesting and uh, very attractive because that is the one technique, I believe, uh, that to speak about the holistic approach, right? You need to have, you need to control the or you need to have the balance between the energy so tell us a little bit more about this that what is the i mean what is the link uh, that you are teaching or training to your uh, clients or to your uh, to the people to maintain the balance and what is the part of energy what is the role of energy plays in this this is such a fascinating topic. So every time I start to think about this, it's like it's a whole world because everything yeah. is energy, right? If we yes. think about ourselves, what we do, we, we tend to separate the physical yeah. energy. So, you know, I do sport, I eat well, I do everything which has to do with my physical energy, the mental, and it's also quantifiable. We know how it is, yeah. you know, a similar process. How do I get energy from food, all the chemical process behind? So it's kind of more defined. Yeah. The mental energy, it's not really so quantifiable, so so easy, or so um, it's yeah. much more complex, more there are more many more um, variables that go to the mental energy. Yeah. Well, created that integration, it's not only like you know nice to have, it, the mm -hmm. integration is already there. It's just that many yeah. times we uh, we kind of forget it, we don't think about it because we disconnect everything. We think, mm -hmm. okay, now I take care of my uh, you know, physical energy, my mental energy, but actually uh, all the levels that are in, in us as human beings, as physical, mental, emotional, spiritual energy, yeah. they are all interconnected. Yeah. They all work together. If, if there is an imbalance in, in one, then probably something else would suffer as well. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, also like there are scientifically elements behind it. If you think about um let's take stress and, and cortisol level like with uh, yeah. also impacts the physical energy and also the mental energy because prolonged stress with higher cortisol is also going to impact very often impacts the body with you know uh, more weight circuvascular um, diseases um, immune system gets weakened so the connection is so strong at many levels that it's um it's really impossible to separate them on uh, on the yeah. essence. So one, one thing, for example, uh, thinking about this part of your question on how we approach fitness in this holistic way, it's doing things that integrate those. For example, if somebody has problems with control and, and weight, many times it has to do with their stress. It doesn't have often yeah. to do with the food. Of course, the food is a consequence. It's a variable. But we work with something to give you a few examples like body scanning 
like creating habits that support your lifestyle. Uh, so it's not only about singular things, it's about changing one small thing after the other, creating the mm -hmm. routines and habits, that system within your day that then helps you to uh, to be more balanced and take better care of your body, but not with that focus only on one thing, but with the focus on the person in its whole. Yeah. That's holistic. So probably I should have started from the definition of holistic, mm -hmm. or maybe your audience knows what it is and, and it's not needed, but that's yeah. about the whole, right? It's about yeah. us in, in all levels that make us the wonderful uh, human beings that we are in, in its complexity. And at the same time, it's simple aspects yeah. because that's the, the, the harmony between mm -hmm. all those energy levels. So we don't, mm -hmm. of course, we can talk about well-being, health, it's all connected, but the energy aspect goes yeah. more into the essence, into the driving yeah. force that yeah. helps us to do what we want to do, what we need to do, mm -hmm. uh, and, and uh, in every level of life and business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the concept and I love the way you explained it because, you know, uh, you said that everything is energy and and it actually reminds me uh the law of physics that you know uh like energy cannot be destroyed or created it can only be transferred right so we just need to uh we we just need to keep a balance we do, we are not creating energy by actually uh eating food or something we are actually what we are doing is maintaining a balance we need the harmony in all the these uh, I would say three aspects of life, like physical, mental, and uh, spiritual. Any of this, if we find this balance, it's gonna it it's gonna create a kind of a drainage in the system, or you know, and then it will all create a disbalance. So that's wonderfully like you have explained. So um, I would ask it: What are the practices that you know that help us create that balance between the energy? The practices, of course, for each person can be a bit different because there is a whole toolkit that we can, you know, consider yeah. and we provide. But then according to each person and, and, and you know, the, the nature of the person, the, the way of uh, the preferences, then there are things that work better than others. Because if you don't like that practice, then you're not going to do that in a consistent way. So um, to give you some example, I mentioned before, the body scans which is like a, a way of meditation uh, which which brings the awareness in the body uh, mm -hmm. mindful movement this is something that i learned from my life and business partner marcus is his core topic it mm -hmm. um, mindful movement goes into the relation between the movement itself and uh, and the attention like it's easy to understand because the word explain itself mm -hmm. in the in the sense of going into um each moment and feeling going to the sensation and working into the interoception that uh, and that focus in our body. So it's not about the movement itself. You can go for a walk yeah. and think about all your stressful things in your life, and you can mm -hmm. go for a walk and uh, and you know observe the nature and have the focus on uh, something you know the sound of the uh, the bird singing or something yeah. which is very very. Um, relaxing it's a it's yeah. a really going down into practices that keep your mind um in a state of relaxation which is then mm -hmm. lowering as well your cortisol level and bringing you uh, into a state of uh, more mind 
clearness and not having brain fog, which is something that we yeah. constantly. So uh, two example of this and mindful movement is also related to yoga or other kind of movement. Yeah. We, have, we have a mix. Of, we make a mix of it. Mindful eating, as mentioned, this is as well being yeah. in the present. Nothing yeah. complicated. We often mm -hmm. have so much destructed while we're eating, yeah. multitasking, yeah. right? Yeah. People like do three things while they're having lunch, breakfast, and yeah. I, I was of it as well. I mean, now I try mm -hmm. to. It's not always easy. Sometimes you need to think, think twice. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> mindful eating yeah. is a wonderful practice that, that, that we use. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, as well the the the, the movement as said this is uh, key yeah. and, and meditation for those that prefer it not everybody likes the mindfulness part of meditation mm -hmm. like it's not for everybody like sitting and meditating yeah. Yeah. but there are many other alternatives like i yeah. just mentioned some of them to practice mm -hmm. mindfulness you don't need to only meditate you can do yeah. that while you're cutting your vegetables and you're cooking while yeah. you are, you know, doing something um, with your kid, it, mm -hmm. it, it find what really helps you to to get in in that moment, and that can be different from person to person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I loved it. Uh, it's amazing the way you said that. You know, we need, we need, when where we focus, that's actually where our attention goes. Like you know, where our energy goes. That's a very important. That we need to be mindful of our maintaining a balance between the energy right for example you beautifully said that you know when we go to uh, maybe nature and listen to the bird or just sit relaxing on the beach listening to the waves and you know these things uh, are the when we focus on the nature or something it relaxes our mind because it creates the balance in or it creates harmony in our system and same goes with the eating and actually, I would say that I am also, you know, uh, I, I've done this also, like, you know, I've been maybe like texting when we are maybe working on something and then we're like eating quickly. We are not mindful of it. Like, we don't know what's happening to it. We just just gulping or just doing things like just putting things in our body to, you know, just to keep a tick mark on one thing that we have finished our lunch or we have finished our breakfast or something. And that has some negative effect. So. I would actually would love to explore this idea that what is mindful um, eating and how we can practice it more in our daily lives. Mindful eating, it's the eating itself mm -hmm. in the in the core of its concept. It's about being fully present in the moment while you are eating. So mm -hmm. super simple. Mindful mm -hmm. eating is much more. It starts from mindful shopping. So mm -hmm. if you think of all the process, when you go to the supermarket, when you go and have, you know, you, you, you take your, you make your choices. It starts in the, uh, in, in the, that process, it goes with the preparation of food mm -hmm. itself. So when you are uh, preparing your food and, and, and really in the act of doing, so you can practice that, that mindfulness inside the different phases. It goes ahead with the, with the eating itself and being thankful as well and thinking back to where does the food come from? Mm -hmm. uh, how did it came through my, uh, you know, to, to my plate? What was before? And this is something that I discovered that this was open, open-minded, like um, a moment yeah. where I was looking for mindful eating sources. And mm -hmm. I came to 
something which was completely different and he came to you know the um, uh, meat and uh, and you know what do we eat what happened before like all the processes and then goes uh, goes ahead with um, um, with the moment itself for eating so mindful eating can be done uh, ideally every day then <laughs> it's a practice maybe we choose one meal according to our needs can be yeah. the breakfast lunch or, or dinner and we we just shut down from everything else we, we yeah. don't do anything else we don't even talk even if it's that, <laughs> okay. that 10 minutes doing yeah. that mindful uh, eating meditation it's yeah. it's a moment for yourself it's a moment for wow. slowing down for relaxing mm -hmm. I, go, I i record a mind a chocolate mindful eating because it was oh. like an example of that severing and yeah. there is a wonderful book of Thich Nhat Hanh. it's called sever okay wow. and it talks about um mindfulness and the process of uh, of eating and that's one wow. of the, the source because he, I mean he is such a personality like like him and going through the the mindful eating process and doing it and habit yeah. that, that's the most powerful thing because we eat less we tend to eat less we tend to relax so we lover stress wow yes yes um, other benefits are that if you are like chewing very well you taste more it's not yeah. like quickly taking something and then you are mm -hmm. not even realizing that your mm -hmm. plate is empty because in the same time you are texting, talking, yeah. listening yeah. to a YouTube video, whatever you're doing. Most yeah. of us are uh, multitasking, and that's yeah. uh, that we don't realize because we often do that in our modern society. But at the same time, it's uh, incredibly a lot of stress. So disconnecting from everything else and being there, enjoying yeah. the, the flavor, the consistency, the temperature, everything that the the food you are eating it, uh, gives you and also that thankfulness behind it it's wow. a, a whole wonderful practice wow that's amazing actually i never thought of it that way like you know like enjoying the uh, the food that way and it's it's kind of like you said that it's kind of meditation with the food right it it helps you uh focus so much on the food and i think once we start doing this uh, this kind of mindful um, eating, it will give us more fulfillment and joy, right? Yes. And it's not only for uh, just eating or just to have this, to satisfy this physical need of, you know, uh, of, of hunger. It also gives us a sense of peace and relaxation, you know, when we are going through the process. And it's kind of like we're connecting with our food and meal. And I'm sure, like, at least I never thought of it that way. And I'm sure a lot of audience who are listening to either through live show or through the recording, they may be having this enlightenment for the first time that, you know, you ha they have to eat it in a way that makes them relax. A lot of people actually, I know that a um, lot of people I know that they start eating too much during a stress time because yeah. they just want to, they, they want to actually, they try to minimize the stress by just eating because they think that they are satisfying themselves by doing something. And, you know, like, and that's make them, you know, a kind of, um, it, it's a mind trick again. It's a, mind, a defense mechanism of our mind to uh deal with stress and anxiety because they think that they are doing something that is helping them they're satisfying them something because like mind is actually 
designed in a way to protect uh, our well-being or to protect it, protect ourselves from anxiety or something. And that is the one way our mind think that you know when they, they it can brings fulfillment or satisfaction. And that's why I've seen um like thousands of people like you know who always say that whenever they have stress they start eating because they yeah. think that stress will go away by doing certain this activity because they feel more fulfilled but it never goes away like this the worst thing yeah. yes so, the worst thing is that they sabotage their energy because yeah. what you're saying it's coping kind of coping mechanism right Absolutely. i'm trying to get something more and trying to you know uh, get it from the wrong source at the end absolutely, absolutely. instead of giving us more energy it's going to drain our energy um, the best kind of energy we can have and that your level of energy now is the impact of what you had food you had the movement you had and the thoughts you had in the last 72 hours it's not like absolutely. just today it's a result right so instead of adding energy you are giving it away because you are taking it away because at the end of the day you will feel worse because you don't you don't shouldn't even get full you should eat yeah. always less than when you're full and what happens that when you are eating quickly mindlessly you don't notice it right you keep eating and then and then you really need to be very full or like finish up everything to think like okay my my uh, brain gets the input from my stomach that i'm full it happens mm -hmm. after like 20 minutes, half an hour, depending on the person. So you need to get a time to mm -hmm. give your body the time to sense that fullness. And if you are eating while you're stressed, then very probably the people that they close their stomach and they don't eat at all. And there are many people, it looks like it's the majority, at least in my experience, they have exactly what you just mentioned. So yeah. they sabotage their own energy. If you think about especially lunch or dinner, because... Mm -hmm. The stress eating doesn't happen usually during breakfast. It happens uh, yeah. quickly uh, or at dinner because the day yeah. is over and I get all the stress of the day and then I need to, you know, get all the, 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 the food and, and fill up. And yeah. that just as well your sleep. And then if you don't sleep well because uh, you are eating too much, then that's, uh, again, it's a loop. Then energy yeah. the next day. Uh, the rest that you didn't get properly because we we don't rest in deep rest if we go to bed full so this is absolutely a, a circle yeah yeah that's an endless loop and, and that's very true actually and, and what i've seen is like people actually start uh eating the snacks or something a junk food for example they they maybe they they might skip i've seen like multiple times what they do is when they have the stress they they may skip lunch or what they do is they keep eating some because they of course they feel hungry also and they feel that they need to eat more so what they do is they start eating something like maybe chocolates or maybe like the crisp or, or all those wrong things which may not give them the right energy and which may not actually give them the uh, the sense that they have been like satiated through the these mindless eating so that's a wonderful point I understand. Yeah. That's uh, the emotional eating factor behind it. Okay. And that, that relates to what I was mentioning with why we eat. Because mm -hmm. actually we should eat because we're hungry, right? Yeah. We, we eat because uh, we feel pleasure. Uh, we, we eat because we're stressed. Many times we cannot even recognize why we are eating. And we tend to uh, eat very often 
which was mm-hmm. not the way you know we evolved as species. Yeah. We didn't evolve like with eating six, seven times a day, and with eating sometimes it's also you know the, this uh, the snacks, the coffee with milk mm-hmm. plus sugar, everything that involves your digestion. It's always mm-hmm. an active eating. So that very often eating it's a, a and and also what you eat triggers more of the cravings and also mm-hmm. the emotional eating. So if you are linked to let's say you know chocolate be, uh, to an emotion because it reminds you. Mm. of certain things so because it gives you that um comfortable comf, um, comfort yeah, yeah that's comfort. Yeah, comfort it was the word comfort eating then you know reading for the right reason Th- doesn't yeah. mean that we don't eat to eat also for pleasure i'm not saying that uh, yeah, yeah but, but it shouldn't be unbalanced uh, yeah, that's true that's the balance that's the 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 power of mindful eating it really brings you to get to that awareness from your from your as well hunger cues mm-hmm. to uh, how full or the, the yeah. satiety behind it apart from what i mentioned before so those other things are part of a mindful eating practice yeah. and it starts always with awareness as always absolutely, right absolutely i think everything starts with awareness i know i can i can of course talk on this topic for long and long but uh, we are just coming to the end of the show however before like we close the show also tell us a little bit about your book that you're about to release as soon what are you i mean what is the topic of the book and what are the what is the main message you're trying to give from that book that's a book that marcos and i are writing so we are co-writing this book together bringing together our expertises um from my side more on the on the food uh, part on the energy physical energy part related to food and on the emotional energy part because food is very linked to emotional energy i mean we, yeah. we talked about Absolutely. it it yeah. was like an underlying topic of everything we just said uh with mental and emotional and on the other side the physical part related to movement so we are talking about energy from different angles and we're giving something practicable like some actionable better to say yeah. actionable things which are related to um the movement part uh, as Marcos expertise with mindful movement yeah. the nutrition part and uh, and really with things that people can do to integrate practices in their life related to those topics and as well the relevance of um, emotional energy yeah. the energy drainers all the energy mm-hmm. uh, givers so there's always you know the vampires versus what gives you energy so it, it's going to be kind of a guide Wow. Uh, a guy that that uh, with actionable things to to get not only the awareness but also things that you can do to uh, improve your your energy at the end yeah. what do we do with our time we say time is money time is the most important thing yes that's true yeah. if you don't have time but what do you do with your time if you don't have energy or if your energy is not as you should be so you can give your best yeah. you can earn better you can live better you can whatever you're doing create better businesses to serve more people it's all about energy your family yourself (laughs) absolutely absolutely everything is as we started the show with this that everything is energy and we should be mindful of using that energy in a way that it help us uh live the life the way we want so that's wonderful so what one advice would you give to our audience today to use the energy in a proper way which can help them uh, live the life the way they want one advice would be to look to 
exactly what gives you energy and what what drains your energy and i'm not talking about only the 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 fitness part and i'm talking about also in our environment the people around yeah. us the kind of conversation our environment yeah. has a huge impact on our energy level so the advice would be look at your day look at your energy and think of okay what is the plus and what is the minus and what can i do of course sometimes you cannot like completely delay the minus because if it's like you yeah. know person uh somebody yeah. that you need to find a way to create better balance and manage it better so uh, having that mindful um glimpse yeah, practices yeah awesome awesome i love this because you know it all depends uh, it starts with the awareness as you mentioned that we should uh make a list that and find out that what drains our energy and what gives our energy what gives energy and we need to maintain a balance and we need to find a way to to make full use of our time to utilize the energy in a proper way so i just loved it so thank you so much for joining us and i really really love our discussion today i learned a lot especially about the mindful eating that was an eye opening for me that the way that like just eating can be relaxing and just only just being mindful of what we're eating can have such benefits so thank you so much for sharing uh, your expertise with our audience today i'm sure they've learned a lot from you so thank you so much thank you thank you ambreen it was lovely great conversation i'm very thankful for your invite thank you for having thank me thank you and how and if if anyone wants to get in touch with you what is the best way to get in touch with you i'm enjoying linkedin people so if there is uh, some uh, and the network there is really nice so s somebody can uh, uh, contact me through linkedin Katie Minisale, um and as well our website um, okay. maybe i can provide you with some more details physical sure. okay sure i i've already provided the link to your website in the comments and i'll make sure that when i I'll put on the podcast channel. I will uh, upload your. Uh, I will share the the links to your website over there also. So anybody who wants advice on physical fitness and to how to maintain the balance in the energy, please get in touch with Katie. She is the expert, and uh, the best way is, of course, she is active on LinkedIn and through the website that I will provide on the comment. So thanks to. Katie, and thanks to all the audience that should join today and uh, listen to our discussion. Thank you and have a great day. Thank Bye. you, Amreen. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.